During this past week, Bobby and I have watched uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers here, don't worry. Won't spoil you if you've seen it or you haven't seen it already. Um, but we will... Let, let's, let's talk a, lot of, a little bit about our thoughts, right? There's a lot of... Uh, there's a certain film snob in both our lives, Bobby. That gave that know, movie a two exactly and a half. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> I know, right? And um, and uh, his uh, his last name starts with an M, uh, and ends with an I, and he has uh, Artini in the middle. <laughs> and he said it was boring. Did you think it was boring? I know. No, boring isn't a word. It was over two, just over two hours, and it flew by. I think there could have been more to it, but I don't think it was boring. I think boring is the wrong adjective for that film. How could it have been more to it? What do you mean by that? Uh, without trying to give away any spoilers or stuff, for a multiverse, there was only a few universes, and they could have gone Dude, a lot more. It's it's one movie of ten years of movies around the multiverse. Jesus Christ! No. You guys just want to blow your load immediately. We just needed to introduce. Ah. I think no, no, no. Spoilers. I'm not saying I, I want deep, in-depth story in each one. I want. I don't know how to do this without spoilers. I want you know twenty <laughs> seconds in one of those universes they showed you for like a split second, just mm. for some of the the cool look of it and the feel of it, and maybe a joke, and then they can move on. But it's just, Dude, they just pass but through. But maybe it's not the time, you know. Like I'm like oh. I'm like this was all about introducing a certain element to the overall story, right? Uh, and maybe like introducing other elements to the overall story that will eventually pay off as as we go. We forget that the first movies of like like Phase One of Marvel, right? Was the comparison was against like nothing. There wasn't any expectations they were setting up, and now we're because we all know that we are in the build up to another like big payoff down the line. We're still comparing it to the big payoff movies that we saw five years ago. You know, as they casual fan a <laughs> casual movie fan i <laughs> am i'm fine with it you know i had fun i go there just to have fun it's not like i, I just, don't yeah. watch everything you know but yeah i just go there to want to have fun right with the with what i said about maybe visiting the other ones just it's like so in wrestling scope. when yeah. they go ooh this wasn't done the way i would like for it to be done therefore <laughs> it's bad Oh, I never said it was bad. It's a very enjoyable film. I'm I, not talking uh, to you, Bobby. I'm not mentioning you, Bobby. <laughs> this isn't about you, Bobby. Should be. It's the David Francisco podcast, not the Bobby <laughs> Davis podcast. Okay. Well, that seems that seems like a good start to actually introduce the podcast. Good work. Go. <laughs> Welcome to the David Francisco podcast. I hope you're doing good. We also watch. Have you watched the end? Have you watched Moonlight? Moon Knight. Moonlight. I haven't watched different. Moon Knight yet. No, I haven't. Um, At all? No, with all my uh, AEW watching and purpose work, I haven't found the time. I've enjoyed it very much. I've enjoyed it very much. Um, I think, you, I don't know, I, don't, I think you like it, but I, I think it's just like, I liked it. But I tend to like all of it, you know. I'm like, ah, sure, Disney, whatever you want. You know, I like how, like, there's a lot of people who... Uh, th sorry, there was a certain discourse when Disney bought all these big uh, entertainment brands where it's like, oh, this is going to make it bland because it's not going to be any competition. But I do feel like there is an actual attempt at giving good quality material. You know what I mean? Like, it it's... it's 
It's very much similar to Netflix when they started on their rise, where, like, there was a lot of actually great stuff on Netflix, even though they were owning streaming subscription by then. And I feel like it's been the same thing from my perspective, you know? As a fan who's just a casual, what do I know, you know? I'm not one of these art cores, right? I think my I think chair did just drop. And I just enjoy it. a lot of value for the subscription. I think What's that? All, I think Disney give you great value for that subscription cost. I think there's a ton of content on there that is very mm. good and don't get me wrong every, not everything's perfect and not again like you said with wrestling things have done not in a way some people want it done but you can't deny that most of it as an overarching thing has a high quality level mm -hmm. storytelling wise cinematography wise editing -wise, like it it looks beautiful it is entertaining Shh, stop complaining <laughs> <laughs> Stop complaining. Stop with your bullcrap, everybody. Just calm down. Just calm down. Let's talk about things that were way more fun. We had a very filled weekend of wrestling. I like how this has suddenly also became like a little bit of your adventures in wrestling because you happen to have been doing something every weekend as well when we're doing this podcast. This is supposed to be about me, Bobby. And here you are, ever since you started doing this podcast, you just jump on everyone else's bandwagon and you try to make it about yourself as well. And that's not acceptable. But I'll let it pass because I'm benevolent. I'm a very benevolent host. And I'll let it happen, Bobby. Um, I was part of the 229 show yesterday, uh, live in London, Ref Pro Wrestling, live in, Ref Pro Wrestling, Revolution Pro Wrestling, live in London, at 229, the last show, the last stop before your call, and, uh, you were at, uh, WrestleForce the day before, WrestleForce in Dagenham, Dagenham? Yeah, Dagenham. Dagenham, right? Um, uh, tell us about that experience while I, in what seems to be a, uh, recurrent, um, a segment of our show need to connect my charger to my computer <laughs> well uh yeah saturday wrestleforce in dagnum um wrestleforce shows are always super fun always kind of a, a good laugh the audience always has a good time but this one i think this one was particularly good the match quality across all five was great um i kind of just came down there to to take some pictures uh, and then ended up doing a, a lot more hands-on stuff. Actually helped with the ring for the first time. Never done that before. That was good fun. <laughs> uh, finally carrying something. Finally doing something to, to help out. Finally yeah, exactly. like not, uh, you know, big-leaguing everyone else. I see. Yeah. Let's see what's happening here. I get it, yeah, Bobby. I get it. Yeah, normally I just stand next to you and watch everyone else like you do. And um... <laughs> I, I am helping. I am telling people what to do and where to go. I think that's important. It's important a lot. All, every team has a coach. Okay, every team has a very important figure, which is the person that is allocating positions and plays. And when it comes to setting up the ring, I'm a very good coach. All right. Well, I've been doing well this done. for too long. I'm a star. I don't need to carry a board. <laughs> well, like I'm saying, I was there to, to take some photos and I always have fun at WrestleForce. But this show was, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a blinder. Five great matches. Got some good photos. Had a good time with uh, a lot of the guys. And Jordan Saeed was there. Don't worry about him, though. Um, yeah, it's a good time. You know that there's one thing that... Um, th there's one difference. All the other WrestleForce shows you've seen live and this one. And now you're saying that this show is really good. It is also the first WrestleForce show. Bear with me here. I know what you're going to say. Bear with me here. The first WrestleForce show where I'm not wrestling. 
The one you were taking pictures didn't really count because you couldn't focus on the action because you were very focused on the shot. So you didn't really could tell like if the show was good or not. But on this one, you're like very confident saying, oh yeah, it's the best Reservoir show I've ever been in and I've ever seen. And it's funny that uh, that show is conspicuous by my absence. Is there anything you want to tell me? I've seen more Reservoir shows that you're not in than you were in. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How many Reservoir shows have you been in? I'm, I'm sure you've Four. been in more than one show. That I've Four, been and I've seen, I've been to twice when you were wrestling. So it's not more. It's the same. It's not more. You said you've seen more shows that I wasn't at. Yeah, four. Do you know math? Four. Is this four total or four that I'm not at? Four that you're not at and two that you were. So six total. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so say six total. Don't say four total. You're making no sense. <laughs> you're making no sense and you're delayed. It's really funny. Six uh, total. All right. that you were, were not. Okay, sure. Sure. <laughs> Why did my... But no, yeah, it was re- it was real good. Um, had one of my favourites, Billy Hayes, my boy from South London. Taking mm-hmm. on another boy from South London as well, Connor Mills. That was that was awesome. Entertaining. Um, very. Saw Mark True versus Ollie Peace. Uh, I've seen that match before a couple of times, but they went in a different direction with it, and I really like. I really enjoyed what they did. Mark was super aggressive. Good fun. The uh, as usual, the kids were all behind Ollie. Mark is a, a little pit bull, isn't he? I got a he I is. got a little I got a little Mark cameo in my next YouTube video. I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna leave, go and keep it there. Yeah, make sure. Well, well you know, you make sure he sees it because I think he'll he'll pop in. <laughs> in fact, uh, me and me and Billy Billy Hayes gave you a quick uh, sent you a quick video, didn't we, of his new brand new title belt, best wrestler did. in the world, Billy Hayes. You did, yes. <laughs> 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 this is this laughter is me like laughing at all the things that I I'm thinking about right now that I could say that I'm not going to, um, and we'll leave it at that. It's a beautiful championship, to be fair. Um, it was good fun I though. Like um, loads of good matches, and yeah, like I said, WrestleForce is always fun, always fun. Um, yeah. And you'll be able to see all the, this entire show on their uh, YouTube channel, WrestleForce TV. Uh, it's youtube.com slash WrestleForce TV, maybe? I don't know. I, I actually don't know the URL, but just like on WrestleForce uh, pages and, and stories on Instagram and stuff, you'll be able to to find the channel if you want to see all the red action from WrestleForce. How was yeah. um how was RevPro yesterday is on day Oh, dude. Dude, you weren't there and uh, um, you missed it. Really good crowd. Like, it was full, man. That place was full. There was people standing up because there wasn't enough seats. It was, like, a really nice environment. I know that Will Ospreay was on the show, and I'm sure that that counts. But um, I was on the show as well. I was having my first singles match at um, uh, at the 29. And to be fair, that is a draw, too. Uh, so, like, I'll share half that crowd with Ospreay, if that's okay. Really hot. The house, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, they haven't, but because they know they don't need to, they know that I'm benevolent and uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I, I'm doing it as it's a team effort, you know. It's not about recognition, Bobby. It's not about the pat on the back. It's about what's best for the team and what's best for the show. Okay, so we, but but I want to just publicly here say, you're all welcome. Okay, from um, from Mark Davis to RKJ, from Lee Hunter. To Maya Matthews, you're all welcome. 
<laughs> there. I did it publicly. You wanted me to do it public, and I did it publicly. Um, but that was really cool. It was a great environment. It was a great place to be at. There's, uh, it was a great show. It really is one of those shows that I think people should go out of their way to um, to see when it comes out on VOD, hopefully pretty soon. Fingers crossed before, um, before your call. And that six... Man tag at the end of the show is is just incredible. Aussie Open really are the best tag team in the world. Uh, I I have I don't know like it's it's so hard because then I going to see a um, an FTR match or a Young Bucks match. I'm like oh no yeah these these guys are the it, it's these ones here. I am kind of dreaming of FTR versus um, Aussie Open. I think that that sounds like a, a an insane match. Although this match is going to happen in your call in two weeks versus Velocity is going to be very good as well. I think Andy Gordon might be able to make that happen. Yeah. If you're listening, Andy, you're welcome for the idea. An idea that I'm sure you've never had, and I'm glad that I'm here to, <laughs> to bring those ideas to life. Um, I wrestled. It was my first singles match uh, at the 229, and I wrestled another contender doing his debut, Remy. Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> This isn't good. I'm gonna just be be honest here, which is um, I I never I've, I've always written and read his name. I've never said his, his last name. Uh, Adetunji, if I'm not mistaken, but I may be not pronouncing this right. It's uh, Adetunji. Yeah, he wrestled Adetunji? the day before. Adetunji. Cool. There you go, Remy. There, you're welcome. I'm really good at pronouncing names. Uh, Remy Adetunji, and he was his debut as a contender. Let me tell you about Remy. Uh, I have actually met Remy before the pandemic. He started training at uh, Knuckle Locks. Was he in the beginner's course? Oh, I have this idea that he was in the beginner's course. Remy, if you're listening, let me know. Um, but Because maybe he was, but he's always been very good. Always like, been in very good shape. And started training uh, with us. That's when I met him. Really good effort. After um, the wrestling return and training return, after the pandemic, he was always there wanting to opportunities to train and come down. And it's been a bit of an effort um, for for all of us. Uh, like going down to Portsmouth to train. When I went down, he would come down as well. Uh, obviously going to other schools where he's like going regularly in training and just developing. And he mixes... A, an incredible athletic ability that he was able to showcase at that 229 match yesterday with just being intelligent. <laughs> he's a really bright person and and he's very inquisitive and he really wants to learn and get better. And um, it's really good that like he's, with all this hard work that he's put in, he eventually got to a level where he was good enough to impress Andy Quilden, and Andy Quilden gave him the shot at the Contenders Division. He still has a lot to learn and develop, but he's definitely ready for uh, the Black Trunks, for this kind of showcase, and he showed that yesterday. You know, you didn't see it, but I'm sure that you're going to go, and once he comes about, comes out on RPW On Demand, you'll, uh, you'll go out and see that match. Um, because, yeah, it was it was very good. It was uh, He did very well. Um, we're not going to talk about the result, because why we have to. Um, I also <laughs> did very well. Um, it's, um, it was, uh, I threw, threw him around, hit him hard, power bombed him to death, and, um, and it was a very nice showcase for the contenders division, I am very much looking forward to what's gonna happen in the future, um, Billy had a match with, uh, Robbie X as well, uh, sorry, I just called him, 
Joshua James <laughs> had a match with Robbie X as well. Uh, <laughs> can I edit that? I might just leave that and see if anyone listens to it. Um, <laughs> if you are, don't call me out publicly. Call me out privately, just so I know, so so we can have a nice. It's an excuse for you to message me about the podcast, uh, and we can have a nice private interaction. Unless you're a creep, if you're a creep, we're not going to have any interaction at all. And um, Joshua if, James had a match um... with. Um, with Robbie X, he did really well, very impressive, and the future is bright, and I'm part of that future, and that makes me very happy. You know, it's a very nice place to be right now at Ref Pro. Um, I'm I'm so happy for B. Um, Remy is, um, I I do feel of he's been. He's been under so like so many like training schools and everything that he has had the opportunity of like learning with different people and putting everything together to, in his own. So it's not like other people where I do feel like I can kind of say that I had a big big part in their development. Uh, obviously, like Robbie Taylor and Sapphire Reed are two of the people that uh, I'd say are in that category. Um, and um, and then Remy is not at that level either, but I did have a little bit, uh, I was a little bit hands-on with him when it comes to training. Uh, he asks me tons of questions. And I'm very happy to answer them. And we just discuss wrestling and how things work and everything. And I think it was only fitting that I would be the one welcoming him to the Contenders Division and to Ref Pro. I also know that this is really important for him um, as well. Um, and I'm sure that he was not expecting to get an opportunity like this so early, but he worked hard for it, you know? And uh, and he got it. He earned it, Bobby. He earned it. I've seen two of Remy's matches. Um, he was at WrestleForce Lauter when I was there, and then he was there on Saturday as well. And he's super impressive. And I didn't. Uh, it wasn't until I spoke to you afterwards that I realized how you know he had only started training when he started training not long before the pandemic. And yeah, he's seriously impressive. The one thing we need to make it clear, though, here is that um, maybe I underestimated him a little bit, and maybe I wasn't, because um, it was the first time I was actually in the ring with him, maybe I wasn't um, expecting what, what was there. But now I know. Now I know, Remy, and um, we're teammates when we have to be teammates, but we're going to be rivals and opponents when we have to be opponents. And next time, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting that kick in the face a bit early. I am frustrated, Bobby. Let me tell you this. I'm frustrated. I'm going to open up. I'm going to let everyone know here uh, on uh, on the podcast. Um, it's not cool that there's three contenders in this new batch of uh, contenders. I've had a match with both of them. And I've lost both. That's not cool. I don't like that. Uh, it doesn't make me feel good. I don't like to lose. I hate losing. I see those matches back I uh, and I'm going to like I see them in my head and all the memories that I've come across and a little bit of the footage that I've had and also the footage is going to come back uh, come out eventually I'm going to study it but I know exactly what it is I know why I've lost those matches right I am um, ev being a contender is very important to me and it's a bit of a transformation right it's a, a, a different moment a different Something is new, right? Where, where it's a new path that I'm going by. And if you haven't seen 
why I became a contender, why I, it's a bit of a shedding the skin for me. Uh, there's a series of three videos on YouTube, and I did compile them together. I call it the Contender uh, series, where I explain my mindset behind accepting to join the Contender division of RefPro, even though I am clearly not someone that just came out of being a trainee, right? Um, because of that, I'm still finding my feet, I'm still finding my skin, and, it's, and, and being a contender still is what I am the least comfortable as when I'm in the ring. I'm still not a, a, a big key, you know this, Bobby, you know me, a big key of David Francisco is confidence. And that confidence comes from comfort, from knowing exactly who I am and what I'm doing. And as a contender, that isn't there yet. Well, losing twice, these two losses, made me understand that it's time. I've I've had enough time of figuring out exactly where I stand, figuring out if the ice underneath me is going to collapse or not. It's not going to. I am here for the long haul, and it's time to bring things up a notch. I believe I didn't win it because I didn't earn it, and I didn't earn it because I didn't want it bad enough. Because if I did want it bad enough, I would go and get it. Maybe it's time, Bobby. Maybe it's time to bring the aggression a little bit up. Maybe it's time to, to, in the ring, go the extra mile. Not let my opponents take the upper hand and get that win before I give a chance for someone else to get the win. We'll see what will happen in the next few matches, but maybe there needs to be a slight toning of the attitude. Because when I do... I will get that first ref pro win. It's what I'm chasing, Bobby. It's what I'm chasing. All I want is my first ref pro win. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. I'm not going that far, okay? It's not that. It's just um, there's a little bit of like even a certain respect for the opportunity that was given to me, the the ref pro ring, my opponents, my my teammates in the contender division. And maybe once the bell rings, that respect needs to go away. Maybe when I hit, I need to actually hit harder than I normally do. Maybe I need to stop being afraid of knocking some people out. I've seen you. you know? I've seen you pull that out of the bag, and I, I think it's probably time to bring it to RevPro. If you imagine that every one of your opponents is Mad Kurt, I think you're gonna have a different <laughs> story. You think so? Uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe it should happen. Should I? Uh, um, you know, Mad Kurt was there yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you know what happened? Do you know why Matt Gert was there yesterday? I don't know. Okay. Guys, spoilers. If you don't want to know, because you want to see it on foot, like, spoilers, okay? I'm about to give you spoilers. If you don't want to know, skip, like, three minutes or so. Um, I will put, if you're watching this on video on YouTube, I will put the indication underneath here how long you should skip if you don't want to hear spoilers, okay? You've been warned. Here we go. <clears throat> United Empire win... Uh, the the six men tag, okay, and uh, um, Aussie Open starts berating the velocities. Will Osprey starts berating Suzuki, and he says Suzuki doesn't care about it. If he did, he would be here right now. And guess what happens? Suzuki song starts playing. Suzuki song starts playing, <laughs> and he comes out. But he's really skinny and weird. And yes, it's Matt Kurt. <laughs> Matt Kurt is doing Suzuki's entrance. <laughs> Towel. 
and everything. The faces. The clap, you know, that, that, that clap that Suzuki does where, like, he claps at the elbows like he's doing a crocodile, you know? Yeah. Right? Comes in the ring <laughs> as, as, as the 229 loudly shouts Kaz and Inare. Faces Will Ospreay and does those weird Suzuki faces where he gets his tongue out. <laughs> and Osprey's not having it. Osprey's not having it. And uh, Osprey tells him, listen, I like you. I'm going to give you one chance to get out of the ring. And Matker replies with, okay, Boomer. Starts berating <laughs> Osprey. And Osprey hits him with the hardest chair shot I've ever seen at 229. My God. Matker was a bloody mess. Um... The three of them attacked Matt Kurt and just kept punching him. The refs were being attacked. I was attacked because I, I was asked to, to clear it out and, and Osprey just stomped my face. And uh, they destroyed Matt Kurt. Couldn't have happened. But let me Osprey. tell you, that reaction to Matt Kurt coming in <laughs> and, uh, and that entire segment, I think it's something you're going to enjoy seeing when he comes out because uh, he was very good. He was great. Oh, he's such a troll. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's the best. He's the absolute best. Um, all, all in all, a very positive, honestly, a very positive um, weekend of wrestling. A lot of lessons and experiences learned. And uh, it's all looking forward to your call in two weeks. RefPro will be at your call. And the next Sunday, 22nd? Is it 22nd? You're going to be there, aren't you? Do you have your tickets uh, already? I don't. I need to actually get tickets. I keep fucking forgetting. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's honestly, it's honestly selling out. Oh. If it hasn't sold out already, I think they're like slowly releasing tickets or something. But it's like it's it's like it's gonna be full. It's gonna be like crazy full, right? Um, and uh, a few matches have been announced for that show. If we talk about Aussie Open and um, the Velocities and Suzuki and um, Osprey, also announced for that show. Michael Oku defends the title against Connor Mills. My friends uh... are going to fight. And, um, <laughs> and uh, RKJ is going to face uh, United Empire member Jeff Cobb. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Alex Winter like is going a, to... do like a bit of Jeff Cobb. I'm sure you'll enjoy that match because it sounds <laughs> like really good. Alex Winter is going to defend the title against Kali Ray. And I think that's all the matches that have been announced so far, if I'm not mistaken. And um, that's in two weeks. Next week on the 14th, if you're from London, SLW is running a show in Surbiton and uh, it's easily accessible by trains and stuff. If you want to see some fun, family-friendly wrestling, that's good. Main event that I believe by Brendan White versus Jordan Said. And um, check that out. And uh, we're on the 28th of May. It's been announced. Myself and Ava White are going to face Jordan Said. And oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Amira. I'm going to bring Ava White here and I'm going to try and have like a, a a bit of like a therapy session. We need to figure this out. It's time for us to get this win and I'm willing to sacrifice what we need to sacrifice to get this win, Bobby. Uh, the same day, Ref Pro is going to be in Stevenage. The next day, Ref Pro is going to be in St. Neots and uh, that's 29th and 30th of May. Um, Ref Pro returns to the 229 on the 5th of June and then Dave Francisco will be at Purpose. You know about Purpose, right? June 10th. I never know. You've heard of it, right? June 10th, Purpose Wrestling, Dave Francisco versus Jordan Brakes. Semi-finals of the Purpose Wrestling Championship. It's time! I'm going to win my championship and my own promotion, and we need to beat Jordan to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to earn it, Bobby. Can't wait. 
It's going to be a good one. June 10th, light speed. Wimbledon, be there. Tickets on sale, purposewrestling.com. Link is in the description slash uh, notes of the show. And that was the Day of Francisco podcast. Bobby, plug your stuff. I'll let you plug it this time. Uh, yeah, better than last time. Uh, follow me on Instagram, bdavies underscore creative. Maybe That's I'll it. leave a link. <laughs> Maybe I'll leave a link <laughs> to it on the, the, the notes of the podcast or something. Thank you very much for being there and accompanying me here on the podcast session. Here, let me know what you guys thought. I would love to hear your thoughts uh, on anything we talked about here on the podcast, even if you have a wrong opinion on Multiverse of Madness or Moonlight. Feel free to <laughs> share with me. At I'm David Francisco on your favorite platform, Twitter at I'm D Francisco. And uh, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I'll see you next time. Cool? Cool.